dogs in pre-production so why not choose a song named after the dog let's go <laughs> I didn't know that line was coming up <laughs> I poppy Episode. What happened to Chavo in the movie? Uh, there he is in the background. <laughs> he just teleported. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome to episode 135 of Santa Mira After Dark. I'm Jeremy. I'm Stephen. Men want to be me. The ladies want to see me. What? What are we talking, <laughs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> We are talking about Paranormal Activity and the Marked Ones. Yes. Uh, directed by Christopher Landon, starring uh, Andrew Jacobs, Jorge Diaz, and Gabrielle Walsh. And uh, had to go on a little bit of an ego trip to start the podcast to get the, get the juices going a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. In uh, the Discord call, I saw... All this time we've been recording has been a uh, soundboard in here this entire time <laughs> when I've been uh, playing noises off my phone. I could have been just adding sounds into the soundboard on the, dis the Discord call. Wow. Well, probably would have uh, made everything a lot more easier. Done by again. You live and you learn. Yeah. So it only took a couple years for me to, to learn that. Uh, that there was a soundboard in, in the Discord already uh, already established, a, a built-in uh, built-in soundboard. Who knew? But um, yeah, so we are continuing uh, Stephen's month of uh, I guess sequels. Or we're on uh, we're, we're on the track of. Um, a couple weeks ago, we did Happy Death Day to You. Uh, last week, we did It Chapter Two. Now we are doing the uh, spinoff of the Paranormal Activity uh, franchise, uh, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, which I think is the fifth one in this franchise. Mm -hmm. And they eventually made two more. One, The Ghost Dimension, which was the, in, uh, the year after this one. Uh, that one... I remember going to see that one in the theaters. That was like the first one I saw in theaters. And the only one, actually. Well, not the only one. No, I oh, saw the original. Yeah, we but saw the original. Go, go ahead. Out of all these sequels, because we kept we like had a 
a big frame in time where we didn't go to the movies. And and yeah, we missed all the sequels. I wish we would have seen some of them in theaters. Yeah, I, I remember the, the buzz of the first Paranormal Activity theaters. Like, I remember seeing a commercial in 2009 that you had to like uh, campaign for the movie to be released in your theaters. Yeah. You had to like go online and go to like like submit your location and choose the movie theater and then I guess that somehow led to a bunch of movie theaters playing. Yeah. Um but yeah, I remember seeing the first one in theaters. I remember uh being very disappointed, uh kind of bored out of my mind. And yeah, we we didn't go to see a sequel in theaters until the ghost dimension which was actually <laughs> terrible choice the, the the worst one in this franchise but we had like a um long-standing like unspoken tradition where we would buy the sequels on dvd and we would watch them just like one random night with like all the lights off and everything yeah and like a few of those sequels are actually pretty good and I'm wondering if that's how you have to watch the uh, the original with like at home with the lights off because it felt like the sequels were more effective if you did them that way. Maybe because the only the only well the 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 two that I don't really like, which is the original and Ghost Dimension, are the two that I've seen in theaters. Yeah. Um, two and three, especially two, are very good. Uh, four. I don't really remember four. You, I like um, four. You texted me about it and kind of refreshed my memory about like a webcam being involved, and I do remember that. But that's about all I remember. So that one would be a a brand new one for me. Yeah. And have the marked ones, which I remember vividly. Well, good because we uh, we're talking about it today, so. <laughs> I just watched it. And then there's Next of Kin, which is completely. Besides the font on the days, it's pretty much something completely different. Yeah, I want to rewatch that one this uh, Halloween season because I, I don't remember that one either. I know I watched it. I know it it's like a old timey cult. Is that what's mm-hmm. going I like, on? Yeah, I like that one. Is it like the, um, what do they call themselves? The midwives or whatever they're called? Something. The, the, the something mid- wives? Well, that What's would be that? the cult. Yeah. The mid cult. Are they, um, are they in that movie? No. Okay. So does it have any connection to the, to the original? No. Okay. Not that I recall. Okay. Well, that's, uh, interesting choice to name it paranormal activity then because i don't know why you wouldn't tie that into anything but they released it with a documentary yeah i did watch that documentary that that's actually pretty good i did not see Um, it but i want to yeah it's pretty good um i think it's on paramount as well i think all these are on paramount actually which is uh how i watched it because i i was going to uh, rent it, but for some reason Prime was like, "We'll give you Paramount for 
two ninety nine for the month. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, you know, it's Halloween season, so I'll 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 take it. Yeah, Paramount Plus is usually good with their um Halloween movies and stuff. Yeah, I think they have a lot of the Scream movies on there as well. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, but um, uh, so like, like what? movies in this franchise do you like which ones don't you like like which which ones i know we kind of touched upon that already but like um want to like uh get get your vibe on this franchise i like two three four marked ones and next of kin okay okay I'm, i'm i'm pretty much on the same exact boat like i like two three and the marked ones, and I do want to rewatch the other two that you mentioned because I don't remember them. So we are on the same page. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess we can get into some spoiler-free thoughts on the marked ones. So, um. Well, b- before we do that, would you like to give a brief plot description on mm-hmm. activity of the marked ones? So this follows a uh, like group of young adults, I guess who have just graduated high school and they are following their shady neighbor doing weird stuff in her apartment. Like you hear weird sounds and it finds out that she's doing this like seance or some type of weird ritual. And he stumbles upon this like ancient evil that takes control of him pretty much yeah um yeah the the ancient evil stuff i i guess we could talk about it in the spoiler section because it does delve into a little bit of that but i was like a lot more lost than i thought i was going to be about the spoiler stuff because like the ancient evil stuff is like it takes hold of like a a male who they pretty much brainwash women to give up their firstborn child but like I was I was lost how that ties into the rest of the franchise cuz the protagonist of every other uh, paranormal activity movie is a woman yeah and especially through the first 3 movies I I don't really know about the fourth one but follows the family so it's like the mm-hmm. the like katie and christie's uh family was uh involved in this cult and here it like rips it wide open and it's like this cult is like worldwide and they uh are into like a lot of um craziness <laughs> essentially yeah so yeah i didn't quite understand that i think that kind of like docks some points for this for me um, I, I don't love this movie as much as I thought I did, but I think it's a, uh, it is, as, as far as like the found footage paranormal activity craze goes, I think this is probably one of the best up there with two. I think two is slightly better than this movie, uh-huh. but, um, I feel like every paranormal activity movie fell into like this uh 
kind of like trend of we'll be quiet for a while, we'll be vague for a while, we'll do some like fake scares that um you know kind of to kind of keep people's attention uh, mm -hmm. we'll we'll do like uh some small scares where things actually do happen and then in the last 10 minutes we'll throw it all out there and i guess make everybody feel like they just watched the scariest thing ever when in reality it's like 80 minutes of small things happening and then like five to ten minutes of like big things happening which mm -hmm. you could make an argument that like classic slasher movies did the same thing because like yeah original halloween like when you watch that it takes about an hour for almost anything to happen but at least there's characters and stories for you to kind of get behind and you know you have like dr loomis in there kind of pushing the story along and making you aware of like what's coming mm -hmm. but, i think most of those paranormal activity movies do that though yeah, I mean, are, are you talking about like the this trend of like of small stuff happening until like the last five ten minutes? Yeah, and I I think that's like the the issue I have because like if this was the second movie, I would be more forgiving of it. But this is the fifth movie, and it's like we're doing the same uh, the same formula, and it's like I kind of just want something different to happen. And, you know, they tried to do that with the ghost dimension, and, you know, that was... I might have to watch that one again, because I don't <laughs> really remember too much of it. it. It's it's stupid. It's bad. It's like, somehow, the guy, like, rigs a camera system to be able to see this activity going on, and it, like, you just see, like, clouds. I remember and, seeing... Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing what the demon looked like finally, kind of. Yeah, I I don't remember what it looks like. Wasn't it wasn't it hyped up that we'd finally see what it looks like? Yeah, I can't even remember what it looked like to be honest. But a black blob, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's like yeah, just like a big black blob, and I think you see like its feet. Or something like that. Mm -hmm. that. That sounds familiar. I don't know. I'll I'll have to check that one out too. But I remember that being like one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen up to that point. So yeah, that one was bad. But uh, this movie, like I, I I do like how it ties into the other Paranormal Activity movies, and it does that a lot more than I thought it did. Because I remember mm -hmm. the ending. I remember the ending very well. We talked about that last week, and yeah. I remember it tying into the original one pretty well. But I didn't really pick up on like some of the other things that tied into the original to the original movies. Like, there's that one scene where Katie and Christy are seen as children, and you know if you're not familiar with. The rest of the movies, it kind of works, too, because it's like there's just these creepy girls in the basement. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I thought it was. But, uh -huh. yeah, I think it, uh... I think it actually, uh... You know, like, I, I, I like I like that stuff where it ties into the original. And 
uh, the character of Allie, who is Allie like cousins of Katie or something like that? I don't know what she was. I don't really remember her at all. She was the second one I remember the least, so I'd have to. I think I have to rewatch that one. She was in the second movie. Um, in this movie, she's like her contact information is stolen from these characters or by these characters and they get a hold of her. She's in, she's not in it a whole lot, but yeah, it's like kind of like bringing her back. Cause it's like, she kind of invested her life into figuring out what was going on. Yeah. Like, kind of what it seems. So I like bringing her back. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it just felt like, another paranormal activity movie through a lot of it. And mm-hmm. when you're five movies in, I don't think that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, w- what did you think? I mean, pretty much the same, but I like, I like found footage a lot. And I think it makes stuff scarier a lot of times. Okay. So like, even though you see it five times already, it's still, like, I don't know, it's kind of scary a little bit still. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of found footage movies, and I uh, falsely said that this was our first delve into the found footage genre, because uh, a few years ago we did uh, Grave Encounters, which is a, oh, yeah. uh, that, that's a very good found footage movie that I that I love. Um, mm-hmm. so, like, I mean, I are... found footage just kind of makes things seem more realistic. Yeah, I mean, that's the idea behind it. And then a lot of stuff they do in this movie is, like, like, nice with the special effects and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, there's that, um, it's almost like a heartbreaking scene where, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Jesse is, uh, Holding the dog Chavo on the ceiling, and you see Chavo like freaking out and like being hurt, and it's yeah. like it's like oh poor poor Chavo, just a little, just a little Chihuahua, <laughs> being, <laughs> being tortured on the ceiling. <laughs> but and there's stuff with him doing tricks with the skateboard, and he like flies in the air. That was something I didn't expect because. A lot of like the purpose for found footage is that you don't have to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you're shooting like a movie, like a movie movie, um, you kind of have to show more special effects. But when you're doing like found footage stuff, you can kind of like hide a lot of stuff, and it's yeah. it's it's cheaper to do. So I think like that's why this was such a big boom in like 10 years ago. Cause like it was a very cheap way to make movies mm-hmm. and you know, people were going out to see these things like crazy. Yeah. This one felt a little bit different in, in that sense. Yeah. Compared um, to two, three and four. And like yeah. those, those ones kind of are set in like one location. Similar yeah. to the first one from what I remember, but this one, they're like outside a lot. They go to different houses. Go to the store. Yeah, it's like a a a major pet peeve I have in this franchise is that like 
every main character in this franchise <laughs> feels the need to record everything that happens. And I think in the second movie, they get away with it because it's the security camera footage. So that's a little bit different. I know but, in Next of Kin, they're filming a documentary because she's meeting her family for the first time. Okay. And her, her boyfriend's a film, film guy. Okay. And but, this one, they're just kind of, oh, we want to, um, we just got this camera. Let's record our summer. In the, in the ghost dimension, it's like they um, have to use the camera because that's the only way they could see this stuff. So I do try to work around it a little bit in some of these movies. Yeah. But it's like, why in... I'm okay with it, though. <laughs> like, everybody this, like, demon or cult comes into contact with, like, why do they always have a camera? <laughs> <laughs> but, um... We could we could delve into the the spoiler section a little bit, um, play the drop because I do not have the drop on the Discord call. So, oh, not the safe bitches got a lot to say. Have to mess with the soundboard sometime before the next episode. Um, all right. So so spoiler wise, uh, one of my main complaints about this movie. So starts off with like a graduate like a graduation uh -huh. um, jesse and hector they're both graduating i guess yeah so first off like what is the relation are they just friends is that what's uh -huh. going on okay. yeah seemingly live together huh yes they seemingly live together <laughs> i don't think so so are is they... it go ahead I think he just is one of those friends that are always there. Okay. But my complaint was that they have the graduation party the same day as the graduation. I don't, I don't think you want to, I don't think you want to do that. Maybe he wanted to get it out of the way because he doesn't want to see them ever again. <laughs> Maybe that's a, that's a, that's a solid, um, I guess a solid theory. Um, yeah. So, guess the so so the whole thing that starts it off is that they uh have like this weird neighbor named anna who um she's a bruja yeah and she has she has uh like newspaper all over her uh windows to kind of like get people to not look in or something i think hide her witchiness yeah but it's like no curtains up Go ahead. i figured what i was gonna say Oh, if you're a witch, <laughs> you can't live in the apartment with all the windows. Because <laughs> yeah. it seemed like hers had huge windows that would be easy access. And she covers it with newspaper. And I think you got to be aware of like the vent situation because... Yeah, but I think she wanted the um, that apartment because it had a basement. Oh, yeah, that's possible. The longest time... I thought this was a secret basement. Mm. And it might have been the case. Maybe. But I don't think so. Um, as it is like a trap door situation, so I don't understand. It kind of felt like it was hidden. Yeah. Maybe it was just like she was hiding it from other people. Maybe. But, but yeah, regardless. Um, 
And yeah, and like I said, she instead of like putting curtains up, she puts like newspaper all over the windows. And yeah, it's definitely a choice. She she does a terrible job at like hiding the fact that she's up to something. And the whole like little community knows or has theories that she's a witch. Yeah, and that's that's why Hector and Jesse like drop the camera through the vents to see if uh see what's going on in there uh-huh. and i'm actually cracking up at that scene because they they drop the camera down the vents there's a, a naked girl and uh, i think it's hector who's the one who sees it on the tv yeah like a live streaming thing i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like an attractive girl that hector likes and then anna comes in and she's like this like I guess they play it off as like she's a gross-looking old lady, mm-hmm. who is naked as well, and like drawing symbols on this poor girl. And they, um, I guess they make a noise, and so like they they know something shady is going on. And I th- I thought it was hilarious how they knock on Anna's door the next morning, and she. Uh, She's the one who shows up like outside of the house, right? Mm-hmm. So like they're they're like spying on her and like knocking to see what's going on. And then she's not even home and arrives when. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> I also love how when I, I'm I'm just gonna guess that they're. Um, Hispanic is the proper term. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, it's a Hispanic community, mm-hmm. and when uh, when they're going on like the detective search, they they say they're Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was that was funny. Yeah, they they were um from random stuff too. Like they have a GoPro, so he is <laughs> on the stairs in the basket. Oh, yeah. So he decides he's going to slide down the stairs. Yeah, that was, um... Yeah. And it's, it's like... That part was funny, too. That, that is, um... Like, kind of something that I would do when I was, like, six years old. Not when I was, uh... Eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Because it's it's funny how like your pain tolerance is a lot different. Because I I remember vividly like we used to lay mattresses on the steps and slide down. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and it's like it's like I can't even fathom doing that nowadays and like not being ridiculously sore or get injured or something like that. Like that that's just out it of might the realm. Be fun depending on the stairs. Possibly. Maybe we should try it. <laughs> um, yeah, and like you said, I think these characters, like, the, these are probably the most entertaining out of all of the main characters in this franchise, because yeah. it's like, through the first two, they're just like, boring adults. In uh-huh. uh, three and four, they're like, kids and like early teenagers i think and then here it's a nice like switch in tone when you have like these 
young adults. It's 18 year old idiots just yeah. doing stupid stuff. Um, yeah, so they find out that some kid they went to school with named Oscar is uh, staying at Anna's house, and that's always a uh, questionable. Yeah, like questionable situation going on there. Um, mm-hmm. And speaking of the characters doing stupid stuff, they um, they're shooting fireworks, and it's like a jump scare because for some reason they're recording this, and they like Oscar runs runs like past them or like over their fireworks, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that Anna has been um, has been murdered. Yeah, and it's like I didn't understand the murder of Anna because I feel like she might have been more vital to the story than killing her off this early. Maybe I don't know. It doesn't seem like they need any of the cult members for long because there's yeah. so many of them. Well, I didn't understand Oscar killing her. You know what I mean? I guess he was going through the same thing that Jesse goes through and he, I guess he found out too. Well, they established later that like you kill people that you love, I think is the idea. Mm-hmm. So it's like why would he go back and kill Anna? I guess he was still somewhat in his own mindset to do that. Or he was in love with Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. Um, I like when they go into uh, Anna's home to kind of like investigate. And this is what I mean when I said earlier, there's like some cheap scares because... Uh, Jesse and Hector are in there, and uh, Jesse goes to like hide, and he scares Hector, and it's like this like cheap jump scare moment, and it it feels like the first movie where it's like when you're watching the the timer go, and it's like you're waiting for you're you're waiting for like the jump scare to go once the clock slows down, so it's like. In that scene, everything got real quiet. You're waiting for something to happen, and then Jesse jumps out and scares him. And it's like... Oh, yeah, those scenes were miserable in the first movie. Yeah, and it's like, first off, why would you do a jump scare in this situation? Like, like in, in if you put yourself in that situation, like, I don't know why Jesse would scare Hector. <laughs> Just because, I guess. Um... But yeah, this is like our first uh, clue that like this is in that like there's a broader universe because for some reason Anna has like the tapes of Katie and Krista from 1988. Mm-hmm. So like, is Anna like the head honcho of of this cult? Maybe she's one of them. I just wish they would have established that a little bit more because in. A third movie, they make it seem like their parents are like heavily involved in it, or their grandparents or something. Mm-hmm. And here, it's like... Yeah, I remember the grandmother was. 
Yeah, and here it's like Anna is the one who's uh, heavily involved, <laughs> heavily involved in the cult, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, understand where the like who's who's the head honcho. Like, what are we doing? But um, I don't know. But um, I th is this where um, Jesse gets like it or something or like wakes up bit yeah and it's the mark yeah that's the the titular the titular mark um mm -hmm. and um yeah would you care to explain how the uh the mark comes comes to be and like how uh ties into the other movies because i sure can't well i know you get marked by the demon and you become a vessel for it pretty much okay but like now it seems like the vessels are male because the demon's a male kind of like hereditary is that um is the best way to <laughs> explain it wait so, so so when did the vessel become a male with these characters because, like, would would that imply that Katie and Krista were marked, too? I don't think so. Well, that's, that's why I'm confused, because I don't understand how it ties into the other movies. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand how this thing was so after Katie and Krista if they weren't marked, because they established in this one that it can only go after people that are marked I guess <laughs> yeah I don't remember if they were marked or not okay I mean I'm assuming they're not because I think this came into uh... I think this is new for this movie yeah I think it, it started with this movie but um, I like how in uh, when they steal Anna's journal mentions how they um it, it like opens doors to to unholy places and whatnot, and that, that you know comes up a little bit later. Uh, I like how they um, instead of playing with a Ouija board, they play with like like it's Simon Says or something, mm -hmm. and they're asking this thing questions, and it's like they ask it like you uh, Jesse's guardian angel, and it says no, and it's like cryptic with how this thing answers questions because it's like are you are are, are you good and it just won't answer yeah and, and it's like i don't know just just lie <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah maybe it just wants to be ominous yeah i don't know uh, what else do you got about this movie i hate this coven Okay, explain. I know I, I explained it to you a little bit in text. I hate the coven. I hate um, Katie. Is that the one from the first movie? Yeah. Yeah, I, she's like one of the worst horror movie antagonists of all time. Why's that? Because everything she's involved in, it's like she's Im immortal and 
she can't be affected by anything. Right. Like heaven's gonna like thrive no matter what. Because mm-hmm. this is the fifth movie in, and all five of them end the same, pretty much. Um. Yeah, kind of. With like the 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 cult pretty much wins at the end of every movie. It seems. Yeah. And yeah, this one definitely is, uh, you know, more in, in line with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I, it was very satisfying when Oscar's brother killed a couple of them, though. Oh yeah, because yeah, like in the last the last ten minutes of this movie are my favorite part. It's just unfortunate that it takes like a a a, a long voyage to get there. Um, yeah, and it's so. I, I think they wrote themselves into a corner because they say that th- they like mess up and say that like you have to be the uh, uh, oldest brother, but then the firstborn. But then they say that Oscar's brother is older than Oscar, and it's like, oh well, he was adopted. Oscar. Yeah. And so he technically is the oldest born still. Yeah. And I, I, I would like to see a movie where they kind of like brainwash the women into like giving up their firstborn because that would be something. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it is, you know, kind of interesting how, um, like Oscar and Jesse, like their parents apparently both died during childbirth and that's why they're in their current situation like i think jesse lives with his grandmother or something um no i don't know why these women would join this cult and then die (laughs) giving uh, birth i mean i mean why would you drink uh kool-aid to go to the afterlife or whatever the people in uh Jonestown did it. It's like when when you're brainwashed, you'll do like these crazy um, things that like normal people would not do. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's unfortunate. I could I could totally see um, if you're brainwashed enough. I could totally see this becoming a reality. Um, I love that shot of um, when uh, Jesse and Hector pick up. Those two girls from the uh, the party, and uh, Jesse starts hooking up with one of the girls, and uh-huh. he leaves to get a condom. And this is like our first the uh, first time we see that there's a hidden basement in here because oh uh, yeah, the camera showing uh, I think her name is Penelope or something like that. I think or so, Phoebe, something like that. <laughs> one or the other, Penelope or Phoebe. I think it's it, it, it starts with a P, that's why I remember it. But, but, um, yeah, the, the door lifts open and then Oscar kind of just comes out and you can see his eyes are like all black. Yeah. And he scares her and then Jesse comes back and they have like that encounter in the bathroom. And like that shot of him standing there in the bathroom, like explaining to Jesse what's going on, like, you're marked and you're going to hurt people you love. And the only way you can avoid it is if you kill yourself. Like that was a, 
Uh, like, like that was a great shot and a great scene. Mm-hmm. And, and then he does end up jumping off the roof of a building. Yeah, they escape. Like five minutes later. Yeah, they like run out of the the apartment, and you kind of just, you know, it's like call nine one one, and you kind of just see uh, Oscar kill himself and jump off the roof. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, I like when they go to uh, Oscar's brother's house or whatever, and you see Oscar's room, and this is where uh, Allie from the second movie comes in because I don't know, Oscar has like. I think he he was in so far deep with the cult that he started like his own newspaper collection. Yeah. Of like missing kids and missing people. And he has uh Allie's number or like her location or whatever and uh-huh. they steal it and that's how they bring her into the movie for uh, a minute. <laughs> 30 seconds, yeah. <laughs> like they should have had her like stop them. Or like join. Go ahead. This is the last one because we don't count Ghost Dimension. Even though I said I wanted to rewatch it, it's not. It's not a movie. (laughs) So (laughs) this is is the last one. So they should have had like a resolution. Like this should be the one to tie it all together. I think they try to do that, but Allie shows up and she's only here for thirty seconds. It's like, you know, oh, we're all we're here for like the cult winning and hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, the, the thing is, we're like five movies in of the cult yeah, winning, so yeah. You know, like every horror franchise, like they have to, like the 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 bad the bad guy has to lose eventually. So yeah, that's why I hate Katie so much. Okay. Yeah, because she's just, like, unstoppable and just won't. (laughs) In Um, the worst way. And her sister, didn't she die in the second one? Um, I think, I think so. Didn't she kill her? And now she's in present day as a child. Because they can time travel. Yeah. So she's not dead. (laughs) I need to look this up, because I need to figure out who Allie is, okay. Um, Allie is in, um, okay, she is the younger girl in Paranormal Activity 2. She's in Paranormal Activity 2 and the Marked Ones, which we know. Um, Katie is her step aunt, so she's like adopted by the family. Mm. The worst family to be adopted by. Yeah. Um, stepdaughter of Christy and is the older half sister of Hunter. She appears in the marked ones as, in a cameo role. Um, so, spoiler alert for Paranormal Activity 2, real quick. Um, I'm re- I'm... So, August 2006, the demon attacks Allie's dog. Um, Allie and her father take the dog to the vet. Uh, Allie notices changes in Christie's behavior, and when she sees the tape of what happened, uh, she begs her father to view it. Skip ahead a little bit. Um, 
Three weeks later, Allie leaves on a school trip. She returns home in October. She finds the bodies of her father. Oh, okay, so I do remember that now, because she comes back and discovers all this stuff. This happened in the second one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember any of that. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, in case you want to watch it, but... Okay, because I was confused, because I thought at first she was like the sister of Katie or something, but it makes sense that mm-hmm. she was ado- adopted into the family. That makes more sense. Whenever you go to the Paranormal Activity cast list and you see Katie Featherston as Katie, you know it's bad. <laughs> I love how much you hate the character of, of Katie. <laughs> like, I don't mind her too much. She's just possessed, so it, she's not even in, like, every movie, is she? Yeah. Is she? She's in the first four. She's in... She's in... Well, she's in this one, too. She's in... I think she's in Ghost Dimension. The second one came back to me as I was reading that, and I do remember her in the second movie. Um, I don't know about the... Oh, no, I think it's Child Katie and Christy. In the ghost dimension, oh. her essence is still there. <laughs> She's definitely that's in the a, third. That's definitely in the third one as a child. I didn't think she was yeah. in there as an adult. I don't know. I got too many horror series that I want to go through this October, and I don't know if I'm going to make it through this one because I, I want to rewatch the Saw movies before Ooh. <laughs> before Saw X, which I'm going to start probably tomorrow. Um, want to watch some of the Exorcist movies. Before uh-huh. uh, the Exorcist Believer comes out, so I want to watch Sinister. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good movie. Um, yes, yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to get through all the Paranormal Activity movies, but we'll see. But the second one, I do remember being very good. So, maybe one of the best. Um, <laughs> I think they all they all have different directors too. And they all end the same, except for three and four. I think those are the same. Okay. All these directors must have got together, or there must have been some written clause in Katie's contract to where she has to win at the end of every movie. Yeah, I <laughs> that that that'd be funny actually. Um, I might seem annoyed. I do like the movies. I just don't like that part. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think she is that big of a nuisance as you're making her out to be. <laughs> but um, I'm also looking up the I mean, directors. The actress, the actress is fine in her role. It's the character. Okay. Uh, I'm looking up the. Actress the, uh, does a good job playing possessed. Possessed and scared. Looked up the director of uh, a Paranormal Activity. Um, I thought they were it. making the an ghost. eighth one. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I don't appar- think. Apparently the director of the Ghost Dimension directed Hellfest. Oh, okay. Um, it's uh, something. Cause <laughs> I, re- I remember Hellfest not being a too bad of a movie, but I remember uh, the Ghost Dimension being... 
that bad of a movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that happened with the Nun Two and La Llorona because it's the same director. They're both bad. Like he learned his mistakes from La Llorona and did not transfer them to the Nun Two, and it ended up being decent. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen uh, Nun Two yet. Not if I plan on it, but we'll see. I guess. Um. Ever just uh, scroll on Letterbox and you don't know how you end up where you're at? Yeah. Just did that and I ended up on a cure for wellness. I'm like, wait, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> I want to revisit that movie at some point too. Oh, I got I got there because I clicked on the ring, clicked on the director of the ring, and he also did a cure for wellness. Hmm. Yeah, I want to. I want to revisit that movie at some point. That'll probably have to be a future episode. A cure for wellness. Yeah. Say, a, uh, a trek and a half though. Two and a half hours. Yeah. I remember, I, remember I liked it, but did I like it enough to watch it again and again? <laughs> <laughs> We've watched worse on this podcast, so. Yeah. <laughs> Watched worse off the podcast too. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think we're wrapping up the movie already. Um, you know, I kind of wanted this cast to be in a movie like mid nineties, where you just see them like running around. Yeah, like have this cast make an alternate universe. I'm sure the actors are still young enough to have them <laughs> doing the same thing. But ten years older. Yeah. Years older, so <laughs> yeah, they look the same. Okay, but I have them. I don't know if they look the same or not. I'm sure they do, though. It's only ten years, but yeah, have them do what they're doing in this movie. But let's let's cheer it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh... It's just just them like sliding down steps in a hamper, things like that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, so now I, I do like a good amount of the ending. Okay. I'm okay with time travel stuff. It's yeah. just like, I don't know. Once I mentioned it early in the movie, I'm like, oh, okay. I remember <laughs> where this is going now. Yeah. Um, yeah, when they introduce time travel, it's like you kind of like on edge for them going back in time to the original movie because it's like, mm-hmm. why, why else would it only takes them to unholy places? And what could be more unholy than the than the ending of the original Paranormal Activity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish it would have taken taken them back to where like the demons' origins were. That'd be interesting. That might be asking for too much, because that'd probably be like 1600s, or like the cult's origin. Yeah, yeah. I think imagine, you have, imagine you have a GoPro, and then you get drunk back to the 1600s. Yeah. Might even be before that. Like, you're going to, like, biblical times. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you go through the... <laughs> go through the... Uh, the the doorway and it's like oh it's the crucifixion of Christ. <laughs> how do we, we get here? <laughs> Go 
go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, like that VHS segment where they were traveling to hell. Yeah. We talk about that a lot on the podcast. I know. <laughs> we I'm talk about that movie. Talk about that segment a lot. We talk about uh, we talk about this movie a lot in passing for some reason. <laughs> I think that's how we ended up here because we talked about <laughs> the marked ones like quite a few times. And same with it chapter two. So we're just going through like movies that uh, we that talk, talk about. about. <laughs> we talk about in passing a lot. Yeah, that um, when they go back in time and like visit hell in the last VHS movie, it's actually not bad. It's like a bad story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It should have been something good. Like the visuals were good, but that's about it. Yeah, it should have been something good, but it was not. So. <laughs> Right, so yeah, unlike, so this, unlike this movie, which well, where it was good, yeah, but but yeah, I like how I like how it's all set up where you know he's he keeps getting cornered by these witches, and then he ends up traveling back in time, and you you can like tell when you know, like probably for your first time watching, I wouldn't have noticed. Like the furniture's all uncovered now, and it looks like someone lives there now. Oh, you mean like the um, the original house they're at? Yeah. Before, before they well, go back in time. Well, I guess that's actually um, house from the third movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ellie had the address for the house that her mom, like her stepmom, and whatever grew up in. So that's kind of like. Interesting that they would tie it back to that, and yeah, like if you're if you're not paying attention, it's like you don't notice it. Yeah, like and, the switch because it's so subtle. And there's that's one of my favorite things that a horror movie could do. Uh, it it's the same thing with uh, speaking of sinister, like the first one, those like apes or whatever that they're watching. Mm-hmm. It, it's like. Um, Bagul could be like in the corner of that, but they don't bring attention to it. He's just there. Yeah. And it's like if you notice it, you do. If you don't, you don't. And that's like one of the scariest things that movie, a horror movie could do. Um, the great example is like in Halloween Ends when the pop goes into the sewer and they show Michael Myers like crouched down in the corner, like sitting down oh yeah and there's no like yeah like the first time i saw it i didn't notice it and there's no like music cue to point it out or anything it's just like if you see it it's there you don't see it you missed it and Mm -hmm. a lot of times that's i don't want to say a lot of times but like because how often does it happen but i was going to say (laughs) <laughs> when when you're being watched <laughs> when you're being watched by somebody like you probably you might wouldn't. yeah you might not notice yeah you probably wouldn't notice that's probably be the one like, that not notice yeah and it's like the, whoever's stalking you just gets mad that you don't notice them <laughs> like, i've been watching you for six months and you didn't even notice I'm like oops <laughs> but um 
Yeah, the house does go go uh, like the furniture gets uncovered and whatnot, and uh, and we finally see what um, Katie saw at the end of the first movie when she's calling for Mika, and she sees a distraught Hector <laughs> in her kitchen. Kind of lackluster, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like. I don't know. I feel like not knowing that would be is I don't know. Like not knowing what she sees is a lot better than her seeing Hector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like an intruder. Yeah, pretty much. That, that's what they treat it as. But like, what if he saw her seeing something? You know. Yeah. But they don't show what she saw still, or like. They both see it, or, you know, whatever. Well, we know Jesse's in the house, too. Yeah, that's right. Somebody actually uh, spliced together, it's on YouTube, they they spliced together the two endings, mm. and you put them, like, side by side, like, when they match up. And it's actually pretty cool, and it, it works pretty well. Uh, the comments, you'd be surprised the amount of people that don't didn't realize what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> like people in the comments were like oh my god I finally get it like thank you for doing this and it's like she's yelling out <laughs> you didn't realize he went back to the first movie like <laughs> I remember we all realized that when we were watching it right away yeah yeah I was very surprised that the amount of people that are confused by the ending um yeah cause we used to be real um Hype for this franchise on uh on DVD. Yeah, we didn't like. Yeah, said, we, didn't, like on said earlier, we didn't rush out to the theater to see it or anything, but we wait for the, the the DVD release and then we would. Because we used to have like the um the sleepovers and watch scary movies, and these would always be or find their way in. Yeah, along with some like questionable ones. Remember. uh that YouTuber's name who did like that smiley face horror movie? Oh yeah, that Shane Dawson is that who it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how that made it in. I remember there was Chain Letter, um, Knock Knock, but like the slasher movie. Looking it up now, uh, Shane Dawson did not direct the movie, but is in it. Unfortunately, um, that's how you know it's a bad movie. Is directed by a YouTuber, so mm. <laughs> not to say YouTubers can't make good movies because yeah, came out this year, so yeah, but, but yeah, um, so that ties into the ending of the first movie, and I guess he saw after. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, and her husband attacked him, and then she attacked her husband. Yeah, and... she decided stabbing him. Like we finally saw it. Yeah, I mean we knew he was murdered by her, but now we see it. Yeah, and then Hector got murdered by Jesse, pushed to the floor to death because <laughs> we don't really see what happened. Pretty much, yeah. Um. They don't say what happened to him, I'm just assuming he died. 
Yeah. And, yeah. Marisol, her death was funny, kind of. Only because she disappeared and she crashed through the glass ceiling. Like, how'd she get up there? <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I just saw her at the bottom of the steps. I, I, I thought she was pushed down the steps by Jesse. Oh, that was the um, the grandmother. Oh, well, which one's Marisol then? That is their friend. That oh, was. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I understand what you're saying now. I, I thought you meant when she fell down the steps, she actually fell through like a glass ceiling. <laughs> I was like, what? No. I, was like, I miss. I miss that. No. <laughs> okay. That makes more sense now. Yeah, Mar- Marisol's the friend. I I got it now. Um, yeah, and I like how they kind of like establish that the um the cult is like keeping women like hostage, I guess, in like barns. Yeah, and that's kind of where I thought the next of kin movie was going because that takes place on a farm. So I, that's why I thought it kind of tied in, but. Mm-mm. I don't know. I need to rewatch that one. Yeah, I don't know. Very good. I like um it's a modern day found footage, so you know they use drones and stuff. Okay. So it's shot nice. I like the plot and everything too. The setting and everything. Yeah. Cause I think it's one thing and then it turns out, oh this they're not um they're not this it's crazy <laughs> okay yeah i like the i like the idea of the um uh like the setting so yeah i'm probably going to check that one out at least maybe two i don't know how far i'm going to go in this franchise but all the way <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> well, like we said this franchise ends at this movie cuz the ghost dimension not happen. Yeah, that one doesn't count. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this ending. Like, I remember loving it when it, when I first saw it, but when I rewatched it this time, I was like, well, that doesn't really hold up. But, for some reason, when I watched like the side by side on YouTube, I was like, they actually did that very well. And then I started liking it again. Um, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I just wish, I don't know, like Katie seeing Hector doesn't really hold up, doesn't really mean anything. And it's like, well, that was kind of lackluster for what she saw. I don't know. Mm hmm. The ending of that, like her horrific screams, it's like, what could I she have saw? Like, I thought she saw the demon. Yeah, it's like she saw Satan himself, but. Like, no, it was just. Just Hector. Just Hector. <laughs> Time traveling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, do you have anything else on this movie or. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, it, it is pretty good. Um, like I said, it, it kind of suffers from like the 
guess paranormal activity fatigue where it's like the same thing where it's like boring for a while and then crazy for a bit and then yeah i don't know yeah i think these characters were enough to make it interesting the whole way through for me that's true yeah th these are my favorite um in characters in this franchise so i did i did like the ones in four i know that's the girl in freaky that's like okay. the main character yeah and then i have to, i don't really remember too too much i know i liked it but but i can't fully remember it and then three i remember the dad being cool but i already knew because three is the prequel yeah and you know how horror movie prequels go. Yeah, you d you hate them. <laughs> I don't even know why I like three if I hate prequels, but... Never saw a prequel you liked. Jigsaw. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, two, uh, two and the marked ones are my favorites in this franchise. Um, I think my... Yeah, my favorites... The marked ones and next of kin. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm definitely going to check out the next of kin. But... Right. Would you like to jump into our weekly recommendations? Uh huh. Right. It's time to recommend some things you and me were recommending. All right, what would you like to recommend? Not that, no. <laughs> a good movie. No, I actually would recommend that. Um, I don't know. I'm going to recommend The Covenant from 2006. Okay. It's a group of guys who are warlocks. And they have to battle this fifth power that they thought had died out. It's like they're um like the evil version of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they find out that this fifth power has moved into town and is targeting them and they have to stop it. Okay. Pretty yeah. much. I wanna see that movie. Now it's very two thousands thriller horror. Okay. So if you watch it, it'll it'll feel dated. It's kind of it kind of feels like Twilight, in a way, but mixed with the craft. Okay. I've I've never seen the craft, so. Hmm. That's another good one. Okay, I'll have to uh, I'll have to check it out. Perhaps an October episode. The craft. Oh. Uh... Covenant. Or both. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. A two in one episode. Yeah. Right. Um I'm gonna recommend uh probably just a documentary we talked about earlier. <clears throat> uh Unknown Dimension, the story of paranormal activity. Um I think it's on Paramount with like all the other Paranormal Activity movies. Mm-hmm. Paranormal, Paramount. 
<laughs> I like it. Just pieced it together. I don't think it has any type of uh, action, but it might. I like it. Right. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was, did, you, did you hear the sound effect that just made? No. You didn't hear it? No. I'm playing the drum sound effect and it's you're not hearing it. No, I'm not. <laughs> weird. Well, that, that's why there was a weird silence because I, um, I played the the drum sound effect because of Paranormal Activity and Paramount. Oh, All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a um, pretty much a deep dive into the Paranormal Activity franchise, and uh, they talk about like the origins of the first movie and how it became this like crazy phenomenon that went on for six mm. uh, or so years and like just interviews from like actors and directors and whatnot. It's, uh, it's great. And I, um, oh, and Katie will appear. Uh, she, she is in it, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay with her. I'm just mad at the character. Okay. Forever. Yeah, she she is in it, and it's um, yeah, it it it's just interesting how, because uh, I think, at the time it was released, probably still to this day, it became like the most profitable horror film ever. Mm-hmm. Like I think it beat Halloween at the time, and like, we we talk about how like. Fire 2 and Skinnamarink were made on like low budgets. Yeah. Went on to make a lot of money, but like the first Paranormal Activity made like 10 times more than Terrifier 2 did. So yeah, it, it, it's just interesting mm. how like massive that phenomenon became. And yeah. I remember being in school and people actually thought like it was real. And, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, not mentioning any names. There no. was a girl, a girl in our school who thought this <laughs> the first paranormal activity was real, and yeah, secondhand embarrassment. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I know who you're talking about too. Yeah, I also remember the little spinoffs it had. Not spinoffs, but paranormal entity. Like oh, movies like, came out like it. Knockoffs. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. I see one that's called Paranormal Activity Tokyo Night. That it has that the same font and everything. I wonder if it's related. I think it is. Now that you mention it, I think that one is included. I don't think it like has any effect on any of the stories. Watch will watch it, and then Katie appear, will appear at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want to see that one now. Um, yeah. I vaguely remember hearing about that one, so I, I, I think that does... It, it It's technically a paranormal activity movie, but I don't think it like has any effect on any of the other movies. Yeah. I remember Paranormal Entity was like... a lesser version. Yeah. Yeah, that that one was bad. Um, 
not so much bad, but like just a blatant like ripoff of <laughs> of yeah. normal activity. I'm gonna tell you the worst found footage movie I've ever seen in my life. It's called The Devil Inside. It's like an exorcism movie. Oh, have I seen that? I think I might have. I'm going to spoil it just because no one should ever watch this movie because it's a waste of time. And we'll probably do an episode on it eventually. Um, Oh, yeah, I saw that movie. It ends with a car crash. And it's like. So and so survived in this accident or whatever. If you would like to find out what happened to these characters, go to. www. Whatever website it is dot com. So. I can just imagine being in the theater, watching a movie, paying for a ticket, and then being like, all right, well, if you want to know what happened, go to this website. Terrible. <laughs> but, the, but the funniest thing about it is, is that the domain expired, so the website is no longer oh, yeah. available. So, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, if, if you would go to, like... Any other like if you would look it up, I don't like I don't know where it takes you, but it's such mm-hmm. a, a stupid like they just didn't think about it. And it, it's just like the laziest idea anyone could possibly have is to not make an ending to your movie and be like, well, go online to see what happens next. Like you, you don't even tease a sequel. You're just like, go to the website. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, now, one of the best found footage movies I've seen Grave is Diaries of the Dead. Nope. Yeah, Grave Encounters, but Diary of the Dead, where it's a zombie apocalypse. But it's found footage, so it's like, it's cool. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of found footage movies. Um, I really like them. Grave Encounters movies are really good. Cloverfield, of course. Yeah, uh, Quarantine and Wreck are very good. Yeah. The last season wasn't bad, the first one. Yeah, the first one's actually decent. The second one is not. But... All right, so uh, next week, I think, is the last week of... Is that right? The last yeah, week yeah. Of, your, of your September picks? Yeah, because we have to do... Socks. Okay. All right. So, what are you picking for your final pick the month of September? Well, I want to do Sinister. Okay. Because we keep mentioning that one too. <laughs> yeah, I was worried you were going to pick Jigsaw. So I was going to. Yeah, Sinister kind of ruins the whole sequel thing. <laughs> Steven's sequel September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I will probably watch the second one too, so I'll probably mention it. Okay. Because I like watching seen... them together. I've only seen the second one once, so. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. So we get to see James Rightstone again. Sure. I like it. All right. Uh, did you do anything else for this episode? I think that's it. Okay. Right. So um, next week we'll be back with an episode on Sinister. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can on Instagram. We are at Santa Mira After Dark. Twitter, we are at Santa Mira AD Pod. 
please uh, rate and review wherever you listen to the podcast. And until uh, next time, I'm Jeremy. I'm Steven, and curfew is now in session. <laughs> <laughs>